Everybody says, like, you know, they come in the office, I'm not asking for much. Just give me 6% return on my money, 100% liquid, and, and, and it's 100% safe. I go, good luck. If you find it, tell me. There's no such thing like that. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Well, if you've tuned in to a previous edition of the Retirement Reality Podcast, you probably heard us use the phrase, it depends uh, quite a bit. And that's the truth with this podcast is we try to give you general financial guidance as we move along, but it all depends on what your specific situation and scenario is to really get a perfect plan. But there are truths that we can kind of build a financial plan around, and we're going to run through those solid financial truths on this episode, and we'll do so as always with Mike Coyne, the founder and owner at Principal Preservation Services. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. What uh, What do you have in store this spring as the weather gets nice again? You got uh, any plans in the yard or going on vacation or golf or anything? Yeah, we have a lot of things going on. Uh, we have all those little house projects um, looking to re- get our porch torn off and having uh, a new porch put on to extend it out a little bit so we can have a little bit bigger porch. Nice. It's kind of, well, we bought the house. It had a little bit of a lean to it, so it's 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 not what we want. And then, uh, so that'll help. But yard work, there's always something going on in the yard. There's always, you know, when you have 10 acres we're on, we there's always trees to trim and, and yard work to do. But we got a little trip to Nashville here, a little business trip in Nashville here oh, in nice. a few weeks. And we also have, uh, we're going to Ireland in May. So... Um, we're looking forward to a, a nine-day trip to Ireland. Never been over the Atlantic before, so looking forward to get a, a little getaway. Well, great. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, travel doesn't get hampered on your way over there. I know that's kind of been the the situation. And as we record this in uh, early mid March, uh, hopefully things haven't changed for you by the time this releases. But things, yeah. are, it looks like things are starting to settle down a little bit. So hopefully that's that will continue on. Uh, well, today we're going to hop into financial truths. As I mentioned, you know, a lot of things in the financial landscape have a little clause on it. It depends, right? We say that a lot, mm-hmm. but it can be frustrating, you know, when things are so fluid and they vary from individual to individual. So we're going to discuss some of those financial truths that we can state with confidence and and really see what we can learn from each of these truths. So let's roll through. We got a list of five we want to hit on today, and then we're going to get to a couple of mailbag questions to so stay tune until the very end. We'll get to those questions uh, once we finish our main conversation here. So let's start with the first financial truth. Mike, I know you believe in this one. TV can be your biggest enemy. Yeah, 100% agree. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of fear is, is coming through TV. There's a lot of uh, direction, misguided direction from TV personalities telling you to buy this, sell that. Uh, usually in the, in the hot stock tip to, you know, if it's already a hot stock tip, it's not hot anymore, you know? So, and sometimes you don't know what they're, a lot of these people giving advice, they're actually not even, you know, carrying a license. They might be skewed one way or the other. Maybe they even have some uh, vested interest in that, but be very careful about getting the advice from from the media, from TV. Uh, sometimes there's actually commercials that look like almost, they almost have a design like it's a news story. And so these are these very, very well uh, put together productions that looks like it's actually a TV, you know, news story about investments. But reality is it's just a glorified commercial getting people to do one thing or the other. So be very careful about getting your your advice from TV personalities and TV 
tips like that yeah. from the media. No question. You know, another truth that we especially are aware of now more than ever is that, you know, it's important not to react emotionally when you're making financial decisions because it's easy to to look and see the market going up or down and, and act on that, but emotions are rarely your friend. Right. And and this is where people overreact and uh, I've seen people who who missed out on this 11-year bull run years ago that they made the emotional decision when the market was losing in 2008, 9, part of 7. And they said, I just got out of the market in 2009 and I, I didn't go back in. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, you didn't go back. So they were just fearful. You know, they, they lost money, so they, they sold low and they didn't get back in. And they had the opportunity to have your, their money doubled, probably triple over the last roughly 11 years. So don't make your decisions out of emotion. I mean, does it make sense if your house just lost 20%, then this is a good time to sell? Well, why would you do that with your investments? It'll come back. It always goes through cycles, uh, which I'll get to the next point here. I'm probably speaking ahead of myself there, but... (laughs) It's all good. Well, let's talk about it then. That's the next truth is, you know, we see it right now. You might not believe this truth over the last 10 years because the market's just gone up, 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 but... The market's always going to go in cycles, so anytime yeah. it's really high, don't don't get too high with it. And when it gets low, don't get too down and sell everything because you know it's going to keep going back up and down. Right. And this last bull run has been eleven years, and so uh, we I've been telling people for the last several years that you know we've we set new record, we set another record, we set another record, we hit a new high, we hit a new high. Well, then this whole coronavirus came, and all of a sudden uh, some reality hit, and I just remind people that. What does go up will go down. It's not a matter of if it will. It's just a matter of when will it. And the average bull run is roughly, the average cycle is actually about a seven-year cycle. That's you know typically on average, usually about five years up, two years down. Or you know we look at the, uh, the real estate bubble, it was a 17-month downwards uh, turn, but it's typically it was five years up. The tech bubble was about two and a half years in a downward cycle. But it will go in cycles, and usually it drops faster than it goes back up, and that's just how it goes. Um, but you have to plan that. And unfortunately, with these cycles, you just have to make sure that you have a, a secure plan in place because retiring at the wrong time, you could be retiring right at the peak of the cycle, right in the middle of a cycle or the end of a cycle. So that's really important about doing the proper planning. Yeah, no question. The next truth that you know, I think you see quite a bit is people come into your office and, and you probably ask them one of the first questions is, you know, how can you tolerate risk? Are you somebody that will take some chances or do you need to be more conservative and, and have that sense of security? But no matter what their answer is, that you probably find out that people aren't as risk tolerant as they think they are. No, they're not. And it, we've seen that again, bringing up this whole coronavirus, that if people are really uncomfortable with their portfolio, that really tells me that they didn't really like the risk they were in because if they couldn't handle it going through a cycle uh, like this or going through a down, downward spiral, you weren't as, as tolerant of the risk as you thought you were because it's all easy. Everybody's happy when you're making money. Uh, but the truth comes, Can you are you really going to be able to handle the, the other side of effect of that investment? What could it do when things aren't going great? And that's why it's so important we do risk assessments in our office. We have them take a risk assessment test. And not only that, we actually do a risk assessment of how they're invested and we compare the two. This is where you say you're at. This is how you're invested. You see there's a difference here? And usually it's a pretty big difference. 
you said you can tolerate this much loss, but this is how much loss your portfolio actually can do. So it's really important to see uh, those two numbers in different, and I said, I ask people all the time, if the banks were paying what they did about a dozen years ago or 13 years ago, back in like 2006, 2007, remember you could get a CD for about 5%. Mm -hmm. Some were even getting 7%. I said, if, if banks were still paying 5% or 7% in a CD, who would have more money in the bank? You know what I do at a seminar? I almost get every hand that raises up. I said, that yeah. tells me right there that you are taking a bigger risk than you want to take right now just because you're trying to get a better rate of return on your money, but you're taking on more risk to do so. So you have to understand where you're at, and the closer you get to retirement, the less risk you need to be taking on, the less chance for a blow up your portfolio. You can't afford that anymore. Yeah, so you need a financial professional to sit down and evaluate your portfolio and, and figure out how much risk you are taking on, because that is very important. And we've seen that come to life here recently. Uh, the last one is when, you know, as you're trying to build out your plan and you're doing research and you're listening to people and you're, you're watching TV, you're going to hear a lot of great plans, a lot of great strategies, a lot of great products. But remember this truth. There is no magic bullet when it comes to retirement planning. There's no such thing. I said, there is no perfect investment. There is no one investment that's going to give you everything you're looking for. Uh, because, I just remind people, I said, there's, you want to have your money appropriately proportioned over about a three bucket system I talk about. You know, I said, when you put your money in the market, it's, it has growth possibilities and it's liquid, but you don't get any safety. So you put the appropriate amount of money you, you can afford to put in there because you don't get safety, but you get growth and, and liquidity. Well, mostly growth. Most of the time it grows um, seven out of 10 years on average roughly. But if you put too much money in the bank, you get safety of your money and it's liquid, but you don't get growth. So you're not even keeping up with inflation. So we know that's not perfect either. Uh, you know, banks are paying, you know, zero in the checking, 0.2 in savings, uh, CD, maybe one and a half. You're just not keeping up with inflation. So you don't want to have too much money in that bucket. And that's why we, we use on the safe side, uh, a guaranteed side, there's another bucket. You said you have good growth that keeps up with inflation and it's safe, but you cannot get all the liquidity. Well, there's a portion for that as well. And I think that's where I think a lot of people could benefit from having, uh, we talk about some fixed index annuities um, in our office because you can make some nice, you know, average returns of, you know, four to 6%. Uh, we had people last year who made 16% in index wow. annuities. And it's like, I didn't, they're like, I didn't think we could do that. I actually had some people come in here and made more money in their safe accounts. Well, a lot of people did that than they did with their, their old advisor they left part of their money with. And they said, because of that, we just don't want to work with the other advisor anymore. We just want to bring all of our money to work with, you know, under your, your business model with you and Casey. So um, there is no perfect investment. That's why it's appropriate to be balanced in each one of those proper buckets. Um, everybody says that, you know, they come in the office, I'm not asking for much, just give me a 6% return on my money, 100% liquid, and, <laughs> and, and it's 100% safe. I go, good luck. If you find it, tell me. There's no such thing like that. I mean, even if the CDs were paying five to 7%, what's the problem with CD? They're illiquid for a period of time. So that's not perfect either. So the key is just be appropriately investing money in separate buckets, as opposed to 95% of the people who come into our office, 90, 90 plus percent of their money is usually in the risk bucket. And they said, but I'm diversified. I said, yes, diversified in risk. <laughs> I said, I said, so tell me a diversified portfolio in 2008 that didn't lose money. 
if your portfolio manager or your advisor could show you that, that your diversified portfolio, the way you're invested, did not lose money in 2008, then that makes sense. But they can't show you that. You're just diversified in risk, so that just means you're going to lose over different investments. <laughs> you might have 30, 50 different mutual funds or whatever that might be. It, says it just doesn't mean you can't lose. It just means you're going to lose over 30 to 50 different investments. So um, if you want safety, you have to have safety. If you want risk, you have to have risk. If you want guaranteed, you have to have some money in the guaranteed bucket as well. It's all about being diversified. So yeah. a little long on that one, but that's all right. I get a little fired up when yeah. you talk about, <laughs> about that. Yeah, I, I can feel it. I can feel it coming through uh, the microphone for sure. But yeah, it's important because you know people need to know these truths and understand that these things are always going to be the case. TV can be your biggest enemy. Emotions are not your friend. The market moves in cycles. You're not as risk tolerant probably as you think you are, and there is no magic bullet when it comes to retirement planning. So, look, if you, if you are curious about where you stand on any of these issues, talk to Mike. Talk to Casey. Talk to the team over at Principal Preservation Services or any financial professional. You, you need to have those conversations, though, because you need to make sure your plan is in order for you so that when we have these market cycles up and down, you're not worried. You know, you don't have to be concerned and wake up and check your 401k every morning or every afternoon to see exactly where you stand because you know that you're not going to have those big losses because you're built to withstand uh, those downturns. So Mike's team can be found online at principalpreservationservices.com. You can call the office 855-987-8888. You can also find them on Facebook as well uh, and connect with them there if you choose to do that. So let's turn now to the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Get to a few questions, uh, a couple questions today from listeners, and they kind of tie into this conversation. So let's start with one from Jason who asked, is it wise for me to own some gold in my portfolio and what percentage would be appropriate? Well, percentage wise, I, I'm not gonna go there, but I always believe it is good to be have some, some different diversity in your portfolio. So there's nothing wrong with having gold in your portfolio. If you're going to buy gold, don't buy paper, <laughs> you know, a paper certificate of gold, actually own your gold. Right. And so I think that's great to be, you know, people in silver and people buy gold and, you know, people buy real estate and, and stocks and bonds and, you know, all these different types of portfolio. There's nothing wrong with being diversified. I think that's good. Uh, but, you know, I can't just speak generally what percentage because when you come into the office, we would kind of look at where everything else is at. But I think just overall, it's a good idea to have a little bit of diversification because, you know, gold is not safe uh, either, but uh, it's got an inverse reaction typically to other investments. So that's okay to have that. Thank you, Jason, for that question. We have another one from Phil, and, and let's preface this one by saying, you know, we're recording this in uh, mid-March, so things obviously will change between now and when this episode is up and you're listening to it. But, you know, based on what we know now, let's, let's try to attack this question, Mike. The coronavirus scare has me convinced that the market will keep crashing again and again. I'm ready to move everything in cash right now. Is there any reason to wait? Well, it all depends on how close you are from retirement, Phil. I mean, we had a few clients came in in the last few weeks that, you know, somebody's retiring in six months or whatever. They said, you know what? Uh, he actually called his employer sponsor plan and put everything into the stable value fund because he has, he goes, I don't, I don't need to take a, any unnecessary losses at this point. I'm still up from where I was for the, in the last 12 months. So I'm happy with that. And so the, in that situation, he actually did put his money into a cash position. Um, what I will say about uh, on our managed uh, side 
on the principal well services side where we actually have uh, money managed you know our portfolio managers actually hedged 75 percent of the people uh, the monies uh, in the market out of the market for a period of time now you know when this airs i'm not sure what if it's back in or not or what percentage is back in but to stop the bleeding sometimes but you can't stay out forever it's if you if you believe it's going to keep going down i'm not your advisor but you could pull out and then you have to, but you can't be afraid to get back in you know if if it saved you another loss of five or ten percent and then you got back in and you got those gains back you made the right decision but timing the market is almost impossible to do we don't if we all had a crystal ball we would make these perfect decisions we don't know but the key is how close are you or far away from retirement if you have time you're going to be have just fine to let that money come back and especially if you're making contributions in your 401k 403b do not stop that right now because you can actually buy at a discount you get more value for your investments when the market's dropping so keep plugging away if not increase your contributions yeah that's good advice for sure the dollar cost averaging is it's a good time to be doing that if you've already been investing just keep that plan moving keep that keep that plan working yeah. for you but you know whether it's the coronavirus or any other news that calls markets to react and move up and down sit down with uh, an advisor phil or a professional of some sort and get your plan in order. Get that figured out now um, and have those conversations. And again, you have other options too besides cash. Of you know, Somebody like Mike, and in case you're going to be able to help you out and work you through those options and talk you through them and let you determine what's best for you. So it's a great time now to talk with an advisor and get everything sorted out. And Mike and his team can be found if you want to talk to him over at principalpreservationservices.com or on the phone at 855-987-8888. They have their, their offices there in uh, Woodbury, Minnesota, and right across the river in Hudson, Wisconsin. So whatever's more convenient for you, you can find them at either location. They go to both. They're not very far away from each other. So let's conclude uh, on that, Mike. And it's been uh, another good topic of conversation. But always you know, be paying attention to those truths when it comes to planning, and uh, you'll be better off uh, in the long run. I 100% agree. Get get that planning done. Don't push it off. Uh, retirement is going to come a lot faster than you you could think. You know, you just go back and you think, I can't believe where the last 10 years, 15 years, 20 years went. Make those appointments and just make it a priority this year. Don't let uh, this year go by without, uh, you know, making that appointment with, with some, whether it's me or with somebody that specializes mm-hmm. in that just to get it done. It's, it's not just for, for your sake, it's for your spouse's sake, it's for your children's sake, your legacy's sake, just being good stewards of what you have. Yeah, no doubt about it. We'll have a new episode coming out next week, so hit subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. And remember, every past episode can be found on those podcasting apps or also online at principalpreservationservices.com. So for Mike Coynan, I am Ben George. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Retirement Reality Podcast. We will talk to you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.